0: Bismillah rahman rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Sallallahu wa sallam ala nabiyyuna Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in and ma'a ba'd Now We come to the next chapter Baab ma ja'afil ilm The chapter that which has come concerning ilm Wa qawlihi ta'ala and the saying of Allah wa qalrabbi Rabbi ilma And say, my lord, oh my lord, increase me in knowledge Al والعرض على المحدث reading and Yani presenting to the Muhadith to the muhadith, yani, the narrator of a hadith or the Sheikh, the Sheikh of the Hadith, the Sheikh who yani, is the one who <coughs>, Yani has presented the hadith previously. Um and so yani, the this Bab al Bukhari is, is mentioning the another way in how knowledge can be presented or taken. And that is that the student he reads or presents the hadith to the sheikh to his sheikh. نعم. ورأى الحسن والثوري wa القراءة جائزة. And the Hassan, meaning the Hassan al basri and the Thawri, Sufyan al-Thawri, and Malik, Imam Malik, they saw that Al قراءة, Al قراءة, reading to the sheikh is جائزة. It's, it is permissible. نعم. واحتج بعضهم في القراءة على العالم بحديث ذمام بن ثعلبة. دمام ثعلبه oh, قال للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الله أمرك أن نصلي قال نعم قال فهذه قراءة على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أخبر قومه بذلك and some of them, meaning some of the scholars, they sought to use this proof and they used this proof the يعني proof for the permissibility of reading to the Shaykh, reading a hadith to the Shaykh, um, through the hadith of the, 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 the Imam ibn Tha'laba, which is the hadith that Bukhari is going to bring in this chapter. Wherein he said to the Prophet, Did Allah command you that we pray? The the prayers, the five daily prayers, to which the Rasul he said, Naam, he said yes. And then he said, the Imam said. Oh, Afwan, <coughs> uh, Al-Bukhari, he said, فَهَذِهِ uh, عَلَى النَّبِيِّ That this is reading to the Prophet Nam And the Imam, he then informed his people of that. He, he informed his people of that which took place between him and the Prophet Nam And so due to this, due to this incident, due to this hadith, then um, those scholars, they uh, declared it permissible. يعني reading to the sheikh نعم واحتج مالك نعم uh, بس يقرأ يقرأ على القوم فيقولون uh, أشهد فلان ويقرأ ذلك قراءة عليهم ويقرأ على المقرئ فيقول القارئ أقرأني فلان نعم again very similar uh, how Imam Malik يعني he, he used this proof also يعني when a poet, when they say um, that such and such person uh, أشحدنا Fulan, يعني that such and such person he, he يعني he the meaning of أشحدنا فلان um, يعني uh, he made us bear witness يعني so and so made his bear witness يعني meaning he, it was read to him um, it was always oh, read to the sheikh and Yani they were there present and they were witness to this now. ويقرا على المقرئ فيقول القارئ اقرا فلان نعم بسقي ا بسقي هنا محتاج جمالك بالصقّي والله على ما هذا يحتاج له مراجعه ان شاء الله فيقدر ترانسليشن؟ يس دي ريبورت ده Evidence, the document if you to So maybe document? No, probably document now. Most like document. Because the, the more he is is reading. He's reading now. Now you had Muhammad سلام حدثنا محمد Had Death and عن ibn al-Hassan, al لا and and il So again, Bukhari he brings a chain uh up to uh, Al Hassan Al Hassan Al Basri uh, who said there is no problem with reading to the Sheikh likewise we were informed Muhammad ibn Yusuf Al firabri na'am wahaddathana Muhammad ibn Ismail Al Bukhari na'am this Muhammad Al Farabri was the uh, student of Al Bukhari so that's why he says wahaddathana Muhammad ibn Ismail Al Bukhari قال ibn Musa Ibn Musa and Sufyan قال إذا Korea al 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 the al 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 to the al 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 he al he narrated to me, even though the Sheikh himself and the Alim himself didn't actually uh, narrate the hadith with his voice, but yeah, it was, you know, rather it was read to him. There's no problem for the one who was present there that when he goes on to narrate to others, that he says, Haddathani, that so and so Alim, so and so scholar, he narrated to us. Although he didn't actually utter it himself. Now, there's no problem with that. And this goes back to what we said before, what we, which we covered before um, in this kitab and, the, and this explanation also, that with al-Bukhari, hadathana, khbarana, and mba'ana, all of them have the same meaning. And we mentioned the details surrounding all of those uh, statements, and how there are those scholars who do differentiate. How there are those scholars who do differentiate. But there are those scholars who uh, do say that they're all the same. Now, was أبا عَاصِمْ يَقُول عَنْ مَالِك القراءة عَلَى الْعَالِمْ وَقِرَاءَتُهُ سَوَاءَ نَعْم Again, that Al-Bukhari, he mentions uh, نَعْم that I heard Asim say that uh, yeah, from Malik uh, and Sufyan that reading to the alim, to the, to the scholar and he himself reading, the alim himself then it is the same it is all one and the same na'am and now al-bukhari he brings the hadith of uh of um the mam na'am the hadith of the mam with the chain so al-bukhari he says hadathana abdullah ibn yusuf qala who said hadathana laith and sa'id na'am huwa maqbari an sharik bin abdullah ibn abi nimr annahu سمع أنس بن مالك رضي الله عنه يقول and so with his chain up until أنس بن مالك that he said بينما نحن جلوس مع النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في المسجد he said that we were sat on an occasion we were sat with the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم in the masjid دخل رجل على Jamalin. there was a man who came and entered the masjid with a camel, or he was on a camel فَآنَاخَهُ fil masjid. And so he, he made his camel knee, knee down. Kneel down, Yani. He, 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 he made his camel kneel down. Now, Thumma, Thumma, And then he, he tied it. Then he tied the, the camel. Thumma لهم Then he said to them, Ayyukum Muhammad. Then he said to them, so this man now he's in the masjid. He came came on his camel, tied up his camel, then he said, come Muhammad. Which one of you is Muhammad?" والنبي ذهرين, ذهراني, نعم, Whilst the Prophet ﷺ was sat, or he was, يعني, he was sat in a reclining position, in a reclined position amongst the Sahaba. He was reclining amongst them. فقلنا, so we said, هذا الرجل الأبيض المتكئ. We said, this man, this white man, and his complexion being white, al muttaqi, Yani who is reclining, sat reclined. فَقَالَ اللَّهُ الرَّجُلُ And so the man said to him, إِبْنَ عَبْدِ الْمُطَلِبِ. Ibn Abdul Mutalib. He said to him, basically in essence, asking him, are you Ibn Abdul muttalib Are you the son of Abdul Mutalib? فَقَالَ اللَّهُ النَّبِيُّ صلى الله عليه وسلم, And so the Prophet responded to him and he said, قَدْ أَجَبْتُكَ يعني, I, I'm, I, I've answered you, and يعني, I'm here to, I'm at your service. Naam. فقال الرجل, فقال الرجل النبي, النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أو للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. So the man, he said to the Prophet وسلم, There should be a lamb there for those who are Arabic print. فقال الرجل للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. نعم. So the man said to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم, إني سائلك he said, I'm going to ask you some questions and I'm going to be hard on you. I'm going to be hard on you when I ask these questions. فَلَا تَجِدْ فِي نَفْسِكَ يعني لَا تَغْضَبْ مَعِي That's what he's saying. He's saying, don't, don't be, so don't become angry with me. So don't become angry with me. I'm going, I'm going to ask you some questions and I'm going to be harsh on you or hard on you. So don't become angry with me. فَقَالْ And so the Rasulullah he said, Ask whatever you want. Ask me whatever you want. فقال, and so the man he said, As'aluka bi rabbik wa rabbi man qablak. He said, I ask you by your Lord and by the Lord of those who came before you. Allahu arsalaka ila nasi kullihim. Did Allah send you to all of the people, to, to, to the whole of mankind? Did He send you to everyone? And so uh, so the Rasul, he said, Allahumma na'am. He said, Allahumma na'am. And we will translate or give some, give some detail in the explanation concerning this statement of the Rasulullah. <laughs> Allahumma naam. Allahumma, we know, we say this when we make dua. Oh Allah. Oh Allah. Allahumma you know, is Ya Allah. But the Ya, the harfunida, that Ya of proclamation that is used, is Mahduf. It's dropped here. And we know that the meme then replaces that Ya. So it becomes Allahumma. And you know, it means Ya Allah. So in essence, the Rasululullah is saying, Oh Allah, yes. Naam. and Anshaduka. And Shahduka Billah. And so the man then said, the Imam he said, And Shadduqa Billah Ya ni asaduqa Billah that's the meaning. I ask you by Allah. And Shahduqa Billah, it means I ask you by Allah. Allahu Amarak and Nusallia Asalawatil Hhamsa. Did Allah command you that we pray a salawatilhams? That we pray the five. Daily prayers. And for those who are studying the Arabic, we know that the Jama'a Mu'annith Salim here, Salawat, here it's the maf'ool, it's the object of the action, nusalliya is the fi'l that we pray. So the object of the action is Salawat, and we know that the origin is with the object of the action, it is Mansub with the Fatha. But because this is Jama'a al Salim, it doesn't accept the Fatha, it takes the Qasra in that place. So Nusaliyah Salawati, and that's why we see the, that the na and the, the adjective to a Salawat, which is khams, that is Mansub. With the fatha. Because in essence, a salawat is it should have the fatah No. So an Nusali a al khams, filly wallaila. I ask you by Allah, did Allah command you that we pray the five daily prayers in the day and in the night? Qal Allahumma humanam. To which the Susalam responded again, O oh Allah, yes. Qal and Shu He said, I ask you by Allah. Allahu Amarak and Nasuma had a shahar minasana. I ask you by Allah, did Allah, and was it Allah, the one who commanded you that we fast this month in the year, the month of Ramadan? قَالَ Allahumma نَعْمِ The Rasul, Rasul sallam, he responded in the same way. He said, by Allah, or Ya Allah, yes. na'am," نَعْمِ As we said, it means Ya Allah, but it, it resembles Qasam. It resembles him, it resembles, يعني, one swearing by Allah. So it's almost like he's saying, by Allah, yes. تشبح, يعني Qasam. It resembles قسم, although it's, it's, it's not a قسم. But it's used to make ta'kid of kalam, to, to emphasize uh, speech. يعني, for sure, he's saying, yes, certainly, naam, uh, that Allah was the one who commanded him with these things. And then he said, أنشدك بالله. Again, I ask you by Allah. Allahu أمرك أن تأخذ هذه الصدقة من أغنيائنا وتقسمها عَلَى فقرائنا. Was it Allah that commanded you to take the sadaqa from our rich folk and that you distribute it that you distribute it amongst the poor of us? نعم So the Rasulullah again he responded and he said, naam He said, By Allah, yes. And so the man said, He said, I have believed in that which you have come with. And I am a messenger to those behind me. From my people. You know, I'm a messenger to my people. And I am... And then he mentioned his name. I'm th- the Imam ibn Thalaba the brother of Yani from the tribe of Bani Sa'd uh, Ibn Bakr. Rawa Musa and then Bukhari he, he now brings in two of the chains uh, to um, strengthen this hadith or to show how it's come through various other ways. Rawa Musa, wa' Ali Ibn Abdul Mahamid. So these two Musa and Ali, both of them. Also, narrate this hadith from both of them, narrate from Sulaiman because look, Rawahu Musa wa Ali, there's no an there in between, so meaning both of them, Musa and Ali, both of them narrated this also from Sulaiman, who narrated from Thabit, um, from Anas, from the Prophet, Bihada, yani with this hadith. So, this is the hadith in this chapter, and Shaykh Zayd al rahimahullah. after the Hamdullah, and after saying Alhamdulillah. والسلام على رسول الله وعلى اله وصحبه ومن, اتبعه ومن اتبعه اما بعد. so after sending praise upon Allah and sending Salat and salam upon the Messenger and upon the Sahaba and whoever follows his guidance the sheikh he said so al bukhari he said the chapter concerning what has come concerning knowledge A, concerning his virtues and how to receive that knowledge and take that knowledge. وكيفية and how one is to take that knowledge. So then the sheikh, he says that if, if the word علم, knowledge, علم, in the Arabic language, if it comes and in such instances here, if it comes yani unrestricted and it's just it's not come um uh, restricted yeah, and it's unrestricted and it's not made mubaf to anything yani yeah, it is not made possessive to anything then the intent behind it is al al it is yani yeah, that Islamic knowledge the knowledge of the sharia al kitab was sunnah knowledge of the kitab and the sunnah wa 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 and and whatever extends from the book and the sunnah, whatever is derived and taken from the book and the sunnah, what the understanding of the of the book and the sunnah. and the saying of Allah, and say, Oh my Lord, increase me knowledge. This is That this is um, in this verse is a teaching of, of irshad, of, of, of guidance, to the Prophet ﷺ and to his Ummah. Not just to the Prophet ﷺ, but also to his Ummah. لِأَنَّ الْأَمْرَ لِلنَّبِيِّ Amrun أَمْرٌ لِأُمَّتِهِ Because a command to the Prophet ﷺ is also a command to his Ummah, to his nation. Yani, so long as there is no other f- supporting factor or evidence to show that this command to the Prophet ﷺ is only spe- is specific to him. Specifically to him. So long as no other yani, evidence has come which would necessitate or uh, yani, uh, give the meaning of this particular command being specific to the Rasul then it's a command to the Prophet ﷺ and to the Ummah. And so here... Even though Allah said, Qul, in the singular form to the Rasul addressing him, say, O oh my Lord, increase me knowledge, then there's nothing within this context, within the, yeah, the context of the verse, or elsewhere in the Quran, or elsewhere in the Sunnah, يعني, that shows that this is something specific to the Rasul. So then it becomes a command to the whole Ummah also. Now, what's the ending of Riwayat here for those who are doing Arabic, then, based on what we mentioned before? وَأَوْرَذَ الْمَأَلِفِ The author, he brought these riwayat. What did we just mention about the Jammu Anath It's going to be here? It's it's the object of the action. So the, the, the author, he brought these narrations, but it's the feminine plural, sound feminine plural, and so it takes the kasra here. وَأَوْرَذَ had هَذِهِ الرِّوَايَاتِ fi qisat maji' al-imam ibn Fadlabah di ma'i al so al-bukhari he brought these narrations yani concerning the story of the coming of the 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 al-imam ibn Fadlabah yani when he came to the prophet sallam yes'al 'an al-islam when he uh, when he came to ask about islam li yubayyin al-mu'allif that the author bukhari he may make clear through these narrations and this is the reason why he's brought this hadith of what he's trying to explain and show to us is that from the ways of carrying a hadith and taking a hadith from an alim from the ways in, in that can be done that can be uh, achieved and done is reading to the shaykh or presenting uh to the sheikh now <coughs> whatever that and whatever follows on from that fal qira'atu 'ala al 'alim fi kitabin fi ma and so reading to a scholar fi ma this ma for those brothers any brothers from mustafa thalef here no okay this ma is yani the ma of nakira al mutlaqa al mubhamah and which translates here um as reading to a scholar from um, some book الماء, in some book any book then this is from the ways in how a hadith can be uh, carried and taken. Well arḍ alay well alay, wa alay, min and to present a hadith to him and even though it may it may, it may not be from a book, but it may be from memory. يعني, but the the thing is that the, the, the student he's the one who presents it. Whether that is through his memory or through reading uh, from a, from a book, then they are both forms of how a hadith is, is taken and carried. Now, just like haddathana wa akhbarana wa ambaana, which we took previously, was sama' as for sama', listening. Then that is اذا قرئ على العالم وانت تسمع. That is when someone reads to the sheikh. And you were present, and you heard, and you heard. كَذَلِكَ لَكَ Likewise, in this instance, it is for you to be to, to to transmit from him and to narrate a hadith from him, so that Sama' can be from either the sheikh himself, he reads the hadith from his own uh, words from his mouth, or someone else uh, reads him, and you are present and you listen. Now. وما يتعلق بذلك من, الإج- من الإجازة التي يجيزها العالم طلابه من التحمل والأداة. And likewise, whatever else is connected to this, from that ijaz and that permission that the scholar he gives, and the alim he gives to his students, يعني from the ways in how uh, the ahadith are taken and how they are passed on. فإنها تعتبر مثل التي سبق ذكرها. Then again, then um, again, these ways in how that that, that Al Bukhari is presenting now, then they are just like those previous uh, ways uh, that were mentioned in the previous chapter or in a chapter previously. Um they are just like this yani those ways in how the ahadith are um, received and transmitted on. Now And likewise in these narrations the narrations concerning this story of the imam coming to the prophet in this is a proof of the obligation of a rihla, of traveling the obligation of traveling to seek knowledge that knowledge which is wajib that knowledge which is obligatory we find the imam here he traveled he traveled on his camel to the prophet ﷺ in order to acquire this knowledge because knowledge because knowledge from knowledge is that which is fardu'ain, obligatory upon every single individual, every saying one who who's uh, reached puberty, and saying Muslim. Now, that is fardu'ain. And likewise, from knowledge is that which is Fard-kifaya meaning it is obligatory, but not on everyone, but only a few from amongst the Muslims. And then the Shaykh continues to explain this. And he says, He now defines the fard He says that it is obligatory, or يعني, that knowledge which is fard it, it's seeking that knowledge is obligatory, that knowledge which is fard it is obligatory upon every mukallaf. Every Mcaliff is every servant that 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 is sane, has reached puberty, um, يعني, And now he's he's reached that point of where now there are obligations upon him. نعم. from male and female, from the males and females. <laughs> Ihsan, the halal haram. Such as, you know, that knowledge which is obligatory, the knowledge of Allah, the knowledge of you know, Allah Himself, His names, His attributes, that which is you know, obligatory towards Him, that which the servants have to fulfill in their obligation towards Him, that which they must stay away from concerning Allah. Um, knowledge concerning the usul of the religion, the foundations of the religion, such as the pillars of iman the pillars of islam and the pillar of ihsan and likewise the matters of halal and haram and so these which have been mentioned these types of knowledge then they are obligatory upon every single individual upon every Mukallaf, that he Seeks the knowledge of the rulings of these things, these matters that are preceded. ما لم يمنع, ما لم يمنع من ذلك منع. So long as there is nothing that pre- pre- preventing him from that. Now, that, the Imam رضي الله عنه, الذي أتى للرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم في عام تسع من الهجرة جاء يسأل عن and we understand this from يعني, this man that came the man bin Tha'laba, who came to the prophet ﷺ in the ninth year after the hijrah and so on we take from يعني, the, the explanation of the Shaykh here that this happened in the ninth year after the hijrah this particular story and this hadith that which took place within it happened in the ninth year after the hijrah he came asking concerning the foundations of the religion, بسؤال, beginning with the question concerning the reality and the true true, true nature of the Risala of the Prophet and yani his messenger, his messengerhood, and his messengership. Now and Yani, is, was he sent as a messenger? Was he sent by Allah was, was, Yani and, and he, is his message for the whole of mankind? <coughs> and likewise concerning that which he came from religion. Wa farḍ al and as for wa farḍ kifaya so this is like the collective obligation, the collective obligation upon the ummah. Whoa, man! If qāmā bihi al-bagh, sāqṭa anil aakhirin, anil aakhirin, aakhirin. The farḍ kifaya is that which, if there is one who, or if there are some who fulfill that obligation. And carry that obligation, then it drops from the rest of them. Then it drops from the rest of them. الشرع, such as a person going, expanding his knowledge in, in, in the various sciences of the Sharia and going deeper, yani going deeper into the into the issues, that he may be some uh, an, an individual that is now capable of giving fatwa so he, and he, he goes deep into these matters and he 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 uh, his knowledge is much deeper than, the, than than the general folk and he goes beyond and he learns the various Islamic sciences so that he may become someone who is capable and able to give fatwa And likewise that he may be able to teach the people and again that he may be able to uh, admonish the people and address the people in the khutbah and so on um, and likewise in qada in, in passing judgments amongst the people farud al kifaya. So these things are from those collective obligations the collective obligations في مجتمع في مجتمع ما, uh, And so if there are some not everyone but some um, from amongst the community in, in, in some community, in whatever community, or in a city, in a Medina, or Medina, or Qariya, or in a, in a town, or a village, or Iqlim, or any, any region, يمكن أن يكتفي بواحد من العلماء المجتهدين. Then it's possible that we just suffice with, with one individual who's from the scholars, from the Mujtahidin those who are able to derive rulings and those who have the tools to derive rulings from the Qur'an and the Sunnah. Yani the Shaykh is saying it's sufficient to just have one individual in these communities, in these towns, in these cities, and so on. It's not obligatory upon every single individual. So this is the meaning of فَرْضِ kifaya. So, there must be one, or two at least. Yani there has to be few of them who fulfill this obligation. بِهَيْثْ يعني, it has to be at least one to the point at least that we can now go back to him in those qadaya in يعني, those matters and those affairs uh, that none is able to solve and deal with except for the one who has reached the level of ijtihad هذا واجب على المسلمين أجمعين this is obligatory upon the Muslims all of them حتى به بعدهم. it becomes obligatory upon everyone up until there is some that, يعني, uh, carry out the obligation. But if there isn't someone who does it, then it becomes obligatory on everyone, and the obligation hasn't hasn't dropped yet. This is the definition of Fard Kifaya. فَإِذَا بِهِ بَعْضُهُمْ سَقَطَ الْإِثْمُ عَنِ الْبَاقِينَ So if some of them carry out the obligation and fulfill these roles, then the sin then drops from the rest of them. فَيَكُونُ lahum لَهُمْ فِي wa uh, مشكلاتي, نعم, and so then he ends up becoming uh someone who is uh their um point of return someone they they go back to in their affairs and yani uh, in those uh, difficulties that uh, they face وما يحدث وما يحدث and likewise that they may return back to him in those situations that come upon them the nawazil yani those matters that Suddenly, come about to them the situations that that come about. Yani those contemporary issues and so on. Now, So the people then in these communities, in these cities and towns, they find with him the alim and the mujtahid. They find with him the the solution. And how much reward does he have? How much reward does he have? um due to him exerting himself through his wealth his time up until he's reached that level of being from the mujtahideen from the ulama and from the scholars wa kana and he's a means fi suqut subhanallah this is another يعني, a way to look at these obligations and and the and the great reward of this individual the one the individual who and those individuals from the, any muslim community who carry out the fard kifaya even though it's not obligatory upon upon everyone those who do do it the shaykh now comes from an from an angle to, to which yani would and should yani yeah, causes to race to to even these obligations even though it's not obligatory upon everyone I and mean, we can yeah, if we, it's possible that some just um yeah, it call, call, cause themselves to be content by saying oh it's not obligatory upon everyone as long as someone else is doing it then that's fine but if you look at it from this angle then you see there's a great reward the sheikh he says that uh, this individual he 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 is a reason for the sin being dropped from the rest of them he he ends up being a reason for the sin being dropped from the rest of them naam and so the sheikh is trying to get across that shouldn't his reward be great when he now is a reason for the sin being dropped from the rest of them Nam. And so he has a tremendous reward in the fact that he uh, gave fatawa and yani rulings to them He gave them answers to their questions and, and those issues that they were faced with Teaching the ignorant from them and قسم Faraid, and likewise in dividing the inheritance amongst them again this is the type of knowledge which is from those deeper sciences and not you <laughs> upon everyone to know but the one who's, who goes deeper acquires this knowledge he is then able to now uh, carry out the various rulings amongst the people and he's able to now uh, say that such and such when it comes to these situations when a death occurs that uh, the inheritors, they take such and such amount. So he's able to now um, apply these rulings. aḥkam fil Likewise, he explains to them the rulings of those yeah And he's able to give them rulings and explain to them those detailed and precise matters. Those detailed and precise matters. الدقيقة. Those detailed and precise matters. In the rulings of the Sharia. لَا يَقُومُ بِهَا إِلَّا أَهْلُ الْإِجْتِهَادَ فَلَهُ الْأَجْرُ الْكَبِيرُ And again, no one is able to, to do this, no one is able to, to do all of this which has preceded, the mention of which has preceded, except for the people of ijtihad. And so, uh, for him is a great reward. وفي Likewise, in this story is um, the obligation of learning knowledge, teaching it, teaching knowledge, and spreading this knowledge to those who possess the ability. Possess that ability يعني, in, in, in knowledge. وَالنَّاسِ إِلَيْهِ And the people that are in need of this knowledge. فَالنَّبِيُّ صلى الله عليه وسلم the Prophet ﷺ, he taught this, question, this questioner, he taught him, and he answered his questions. ليعلم. ليعلم. That he may himself know the questioner. He knows and he learns. وَيُعَلِّمُ And that he may teach. مَنْ ورأه. Those who are behind him, meaning his people. And for those who have the Arabic, there's a word missing here. فلا يطلب, فَلَا يُطْلَبَ الْعِلْمِ إِلَّا لِلْعِلْمِ وَالْعَمَلْ بِهِ وَالْدَعْوَةِ إِلَيْهِ Knowledge is not to be sought except للعلم Except that a person desires to acquire knowledge and likewise to act upon it وَالدَعْوَةِ إليه and to call to that knowledge وفي هذا الحديث الترغيب في الجلوس في المساجد لنشر Likewise, in this hadith, is an encouragement to sit in the in the masajid, to sit in the masjid, in the mosques, in order to spread knowledge. Now, min ijab sa'ilin, and that is true. Answering the question, the questions of those who have questions, those who come to ask questions, wa iftah al and likewise giving fatwa to those who seek fatwa, wa ta'lim al jahil. And teaching the ignorant one وقد كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في جل أوقاته يجلس في المسجد الشيخ he mentioned that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم that most of his time he would spend that sitting in the masjid يعلم الجاهل he would teach the, the ignorant one ويفتل mustafti he would give fatwa to the, whoever came seeking a fatwa ويجيب السائل and he would answer the one who would have questions ويرسل السرايا and likewise, he would send forward from the masjid, He would send forward uh, battalions from the Muslims, send them out to to, to, to um, uh, war and battles and so on. ويعقد ألويات الجهاد ويعقد ألوية الجهاد. And he would يعني, um erect the flags of jihad. and from the masjid. he would he would send the, them out for jihad and so on. ألويات the flags flags of jihad. فلنا فيه الأسوأ الحسنة. And so we have in the Rasul Sallallahu a good example. A'nih, nahnu, talaab al-ilm. Shaykh says that what I intend is us, the students of knowledge, we have in the Rasul Sallallahu a good example. an Nahris ala sun'i halaqat al-ilm fi masajid That we, ya'nih um, remain uh, ya'nih, uh, we have zeal, um, in, in forming halakat circles of knowledge in the masajid. That we establish circles of knowledge uh, in the mosques. That if the students of knowledge, they, they sit in the masjid, the people will come to them. The people will come to them. And the one who doesn't sit with the people, then the people no there is no one who benefits from his knowledge even if he is a scholar who is distinct distinctive scholar يعني, and, a, and a prominent scholar even if he has a lot of knowledge but if he doesn't sit with the people then there is no one who can benefit from his knowledge and likewise in the hadith is the legislative nature of teaching that which you know that you teach Whatever you know to others from those who require that knowledge. كما ابن Just as the Imam Ibn thalaba he did. وسلم, and he said to the to the Messenger of Allah, Min I am a messenger. Meaning that i will now go back to my people and I will teach them. I am a messenger to my people. Wa'ul and spe and the Shaykh he says that the those most deserving and those who are foremost and deserving of you teaching them uh, Uh, your relatives and those who are related to you they're they are the ones who come first then your community then your community so your 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 relatives first those who are close to your family your relatives then your community. Allah <coughs> well, said and warn your your close kinsmen, and yani in, in in your and your relatives. وقال هذا الرجل السائل. And likewise, this man, the Imam, he said, who was who was asking the Rasulullah. He said, So the Sheikh is also using this hadith as a proof i am a messenger to those who are behind me from my people so starting with his own people now so a person he begins with teaching the closest then the next closest and then he goes beyond that teaching um those uh, beyond uh, his family and so on, and his relatives, uh, based on his capacity and his, and his ability. And the teacher, wherever he settles, whatever he ends up settling, then the people are in need of his knowledge, يعني, uh, that they may benefit from him. وَسَاقَ رَحِمُهُ اللَّهِ هَذِهِ القصة في, بي- فِي بَيَانِي أن القراءة على المعلم تعتبر من التحمل And Bukhari, The reason why he brought this hadith and this story is to explain that قراءة (reading) to a teacher it is considered as from being from being from the means and ways in how um, يعني, um, knowledge and hadith and so on uh, is carried received um, and then passed on. Now, and we see this from the fact that the Imam, he came, he came mentioning this to the Rasulullah and it wasn't the Rasulullah that mentioned these matters from himself, but rather there was someone else who who, had had told the Imam of these matters, there was someone else who told the Imam of these matters and that that Muhammad was calling to this, and then he came to the Rasulullah saying, I asked you by Allah, did Allah send you, did Allah command you with the salah and so on. Uh, and so here, the Imam was, was reading to the Prophet Salam, and the Prophet he he answered him. And then he said at the end that I am a Rusul to, to those that I left behind from my people. And so here we see Al-Bukhari using this to show how يعني, uh, this is from the ways in how knowledge um, is to be, uh, or can be taken and then passed on. Islam and likewise in this story is an explanation of the of, of these affairs that came within the hadith which the questioner asked concerning that they are from the usul from the foundations of the Sharia those foundations of the Sharia the pillar and the yani uh, and because they were the pillars of Islam now so this brings us to the end of the chapter and um, just to mention we we'll finish with um, the benefits of this hadith these benefits are taken from ibn al-Malqin, ibn al-Malqin, Ibn al-Malqin being the teacher and the sheikh of Ibn al-Hajr. that great imam, Hafidh ibn al-Hajr, who has the explanation of Fath bari uh, of Sahih bukhari named Fath bari Ibn al-Malqin was the teacher of sheikh uh, of Ibn al-Hajr. Uh, ibn, ibn al-Malqin was the sheikh of Ibn hajr So benefits from him, and likewise benefits from uh, a sheik Ibn uthaymin Sheikh Muhammad bin Salih Al Uthaymeen, rahimahullah. numerous benefits from this hadith. Um, wasn't able to uh, write down all of them, but yayani, um, these are just some from them. Firstly, we take from this hadith, Jawaz Duqul Bahima il Masjid. That we take the permissibility from this hadith of entering the yayani, Bahima. And the Bahima are those, those yayani, cattle, those animals. Uh, those d- domestic animals, um, such as cows and uh, sheep, camels, and so on, as we saw from this from this hadith, and evidence for that that it is permissible to enter the animals into the masjid it is permissible um, uh, which of course is, is clear to us from the hadith, but when we highlight it, يعني, it can become shocking somehow يعني, in some way um, now. And we have to remember that in the time of the Rasulullah, the masjid was were, were different. Now we have uh, carpet and so on, um, and so yani, um, And and the, and the animals, uh, uh, yani, it, it is not something which is we, we find rare, if not, yani, Never will you see, yani, People bringing nowadays people bringing animals into the into the masjid. However, as the level, and we should still know the ruling, that it is permissible let's just say if for some reason there was someone who came in with a cow or with a with a sheep or something then and, and i mean the the general folk nowadays would probably you'd probably say Allah and so on and maybe possibly even takfir i don't know <laughs> um again what we, we take from this hadith it is permissible it is permissible and if for some reason if there was again, uh, uh, some unforeseen circumstance and yani, they, they, there was a need to bring an animal into the masjid then this shows to us that it is permissible but the sheikh he mentioned that that is it a condition that the animal that comes into the masjid that it is an animal whose bowl and its roth, meaning its urine and its, uh, f-, yani its uh, feces that it is tahr, that it is pure the sheikh says if it's if we're talking about from the angle of the animal just remaining in the remaining in the in the masjid the animal remaining in the masjid then yes and as we know every animal that it is that its meat is is edible every animal that we can eat its urine and feast is is pure that's in the sharia we know that so any animal that you can eat so when you eat the cow's meat when you eat chicken and you eat whatever you eat um, then as long as you eat it then it's urine and it's feces is pure it's pure now and so likewise even camel. and we know from the hadith of the, the Rasul when he sent those uh, people from, from those from the sahaba to go and drink from the urine of the camel we, we, we know it, yeah, and it, it is pure and this is discussed in the books of fiqh as for um, those animals um, that don't fall into this category where that we, يعني, uh, are not permissible for to eat for us to eat, such as the dog, then it is allowed if it's just passing through the masjid. Because Shaykh Dame mentions that there were instances, and we find this in the in the in the Ahadith of Rasulullah, Sallam, that that the dog would pass through the masjid. But that's just simply passing, not ifama in the masjid, not, not staying in the masjid. يعني, but that it just simply passes through. Now uh, likewise, what we take from this hadith is the tawadah of the Nabi. ﷺ. We take his humble nature, the humble nature of the Prophet ﷺ, with his Sahaba. The fact that he would sit with them, and likewise, anyhow, he was reclined and he would, he was, he would be sat in a reclined position amongst them. So, this shows to us the humble nature of the Prophet. The third benefit is the permissibility of sitting reclined amongst the people it shows it shows us also the fact that the prophet did this that it shows us that it's permissible the fourth benefit is the loan of the nabi sallam, the color of the Prophet sallam, his complexion that the sahaba they said had a rajlul abyad that white man and this is based on the of his loan as she mentions that this is based on the yeah, and he, the, the the um overwhelming colour of the of the Prophet, his complexion. That he was he was white. No. no. No, Sheikh Ibn Thamim he says that the loan of the Rasulullah his complexion he was azhar, azhar. Anyone know the color azhar? Azhar. It's like pink. Azhar. Um, Yani meaning biyab white mixed with mashubun bihomra mixed with red. However, biyab was aqlab Ali. but Yani his white complexion was, 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 was greater now. Likewise, uh, the benefit we take from this hadith is that a man may be known through his characteristic and through his sifah, from a trait, uh, like we saw here, that they, the, the Sahaba, they described the Rasul as being rajul al abiyad, this white man. And so again, it's permissible to describe a man and that a man be known through his traits, whether he's his, his, his loan, his color, he's tall, he's short, and so on. Now, nah. likewise, from the benefits is, is verifying when يعني, attempting to know someone, getting to know someone. And this man, he, he, he said, come, Muhammad, which one of you is Muhammad? And then he said, after that, he said, Ibn Abdul Muttalib. Ibn Abdul Muttalib, Ibn Abdul Muttalib. So he's verifying. So again, it shows to us that it's permissible when a person, who gets to know someone, to verify. Um, also, an nisba ila al ajdad, also to ascribe oneself to one's grandfather, missing out the father and ascribing himself to the grandfather. Because here the man said Ibn Abdul Mutalib, but we know that Abdul Muttalib was not the father of the Rasulullah; he was the grandfather. The father of the Rasulullah was. Abdullah, Abdullah bin he is Muhammad bin Abdullah bin Abdul Muttalib, uh, and so again it shows the permissibility of ascribing oneself to one's grandfather, missing out the father, and because the father, or the grandfather, sorry, he he takes the position of the father, and he 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 has that same position of being the father. No. Uh, likewise, what we take from this hadith is the Jaffa of this Arabi, yani this rough and coarse nature of this. Bedouin, and how يعني, we saw that he didn't he didn't address the Prophet ﷺ with Nabuwa or Risala, he didn't address him by saying, uh, يعني, which one of you is An-Nabi, the Prophet, which one of you is Rasulullah, he didn't say which one of you is Nabiullah, which one of you is Rasulullah, he didn't uh, address him with the Nabuwa and the Risala, and so this shows to us his, his rough nature, the rough nature of the, of the Bedouins, this is how they were however it's mentioned that it's possible um or they explained the reason for for this some of them they said that he hadn't become Muslim yet Be, in light of the saying of Allah well, uh, الرسول, don't make the yeah uh, don't make the way you call the ras don't make it uh, بَعْدِكُمْ بَعْبًا The way you call the Rasulullah, don't call him in the same way you call each other, by name. Yani call him by Rasulullah or Nabiullah, don't call him by name. And so here, yani the scholars, they discuss this incident in light of this verse here. Some of them, said, they said that he hadn't become Muslim yet. Some of them, they said that the verse hadn't been revealed yet, and so the prohibition hadn't yet come. And then some of them also said that, يعني, he just remained on his rough and coarse nature of the uh, people of Jahiliyyah and the, and the Bedouin. Now, likewise, what we take from this hadith and from the benefits we take from this hadith is the husnul khulq, husnul khulq al Wasallam. the beautiful, Yani uh, attributes and characteristics of the of character of the Wasallam. Since we, we saw how he dealt with this individual, even though he came across in such a way. Now, and this shows to us the, the, the good character of the Rasulullah and likewise the, the wisdom that he would use, the hikmah that he would use. Now, and that he dealt with the questioner based on his need. And he was understanding of the situation and how he was, he was a Bedouin. Now, and he didn't allow his rough nature and how he addressed him in the way he addressed him. And that the fact that he said that I'm going to be harsh on you and so on, he didn't allow that to, 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 to make him be someone who would now deal with him in, in a similar way. But rather, he dealt with him with wisdom and with good character. Likewise, from the benefits is, that being silent is just like affirmation and affirming something. So when the individual, he said, and this the mom, he said, he said, uh, after saying, ayyukum Muhammad, which one of you is Muhammad? And then he said, Ibn Abdul Muttalib, the Rasulullah didn't answer, he just stayed quiet. And he said, then he said, qad yani, I, have, uh, I have answered you, I'm here. Uh, he, he didn't say yes, he didn't say na'am, Ibn Abdul Muttalib, he just remained quiet. And then he said, yeah, I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm here to answer you. I've answered you, meaning responding to you. But he didn't answer the actual question. He stayed quiet about that. But what the Ulama they say here, that, that shows to us that remaining quiet is just like you affirming. So if someone says to you, are you so-and-so, so, and you just remain quiet, then it's like you have said yes. Now, Likewise, what we take from this hadith is طالب الاسنة وَلَوْ Likewise, what we take from this hadith, the benefit that we take, is seeking to go higher up the chain. Seeking to go higher up the chain and get to the source itself, closer to the source. Because the imam, the imam, look how he came to the with with the knowledge of, of the pillars of Islam. So he already knew, someone had already informed him of this because he came to the sallam, instigated these, these questions. He had already learned this from somewhere else. But he came seeking to hear it directly from the sallam. And so this is called Al Isnad Al Ali. And when someone seeks to re- to get as close as possible to the source and remove those narrators between him and the Rasulullah. Now Even if the one who narrated to you is someone who is trustworthy. There's no, this shows to us the permissibility of, of still, I want to go direct. I want to go closer to the source. This shows to us the permissibility of this. Now, and this was something that, which the scholars of Hadith would also do. They would seek to, 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 to remove certain narrators if they were able and get closer to the, to the, to the, to the source. So that the men between them and the Rasulullah were fewer. Now. Likewise uh, we take the benefit of jawaz al-istihlaf ala al Likewise we take the permissibility of asking someone by Allah. Asking someone by Allah as we saw in this hadith. in order asking them by Allah in order to seek certainty of that khabar that's going to come. Oh. You, you ask you ask the person by Allah in order for you to attain certainty of whatever knowledge yani, you're seeking to acquire. Likewise, from the benefits, I think this is maybe like the 12th or 13th benefit, تَقْدِيمُ الْإِنسَانِ بَيْنَ مُقَدِّمَةِ يَعْتَذِرْ فِيهَا That a person, before he begins his speech, a person in a situation, he's maybe going to ask someone something, but before he begins his speech, he, 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 asks, he asks to be excused for, 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 whatever, for whatever is going to come from him from maybe harshness or um, the way he may come about if he may come about rude and so on that a person says I'm going to ask you a few questions but excuse me if I come across rude or if I'm going to be harsh and so on show shows that it's permissible uh, for a person to do this a person may, before he actually begins his speech, he excuses himself from whatever is going to come from him during that speech. Now, indeed he said, "Inni fa mushaddidun I'm going to ask you some questions, but I'm going to be hard on you. Now, likewise, the thirteenth, fourteenth, is it fourteenth, fourteenth benefit is that the mushrikun كانوا يقررون بال يقر... بالروبية. That the mushrikun that they they affirmed the Lordship of Allah, that Allah was the, was the Lord. Because this man, he said, بِرَبِّكَ وَرَبِّ مَن قَبْلَكَ They ask you by your Lord, and by the Lord of those before you. And so the mush- that the Mushrikun would affirm the rububiyyah of Allah. 15th benefit is عُمُوم رِسَالَة wasallam. Fifteenth benefit is that we see the, yani uh, that the Risala of the Rasulullah and him being sent as a messenger is to the whole of mankind. Yani in refutation to the Jews and to the, uh, uh, the Christians and whoever else say that his message yani and his message is only to the Arabs. Yes, he's a messenger, but only to the Arabs. But rather here we saw that uh, the Imam he said إِلَى النَّاسِ كُلِّهِمْ were you sent to the, to all of the people and the rasul said allahumma naam likewise from the benefits 16th benefit is the wujub obligation of the five daily prayers and add to that the obligation of the fasting the fasting of the month of ramadan and the zakat the giving of the zakat the obligation of the of these pillars 17th benefit The permissibility of giving the zakat only to one category of the people of zakat, those who are deserving of the zakat. We know there are eight categories of those people who are eligible of receiving the zakat. But here, we see that it's permissible to give that zakat only to a group of them, only to one group of them. Because uh, the Imam, he said, uh, zakat or, and you only mentioned these that you take from our rich folk. there's a cat that you take from our rich folk and give to our, our poor folk. Likewise the 18th benefit is the permissibility of a person seeking to verify those important matters. So here the Imam, he came seek, yeah, seeking to verify these extremely important matters, the Pillars of Islam. Now, and the last benefit is that which is apparent from the, con- the context of this Hadith, is that uh, the Imam was not yet Muslim when he came. And he was not yet. He, he wasn't yet Muslim. He hadn't yet accepted Islam, and that he he only accepted Islam afterwards, and that is why Abu Dawood he brings this hadith, but he brings it under the chapter, and again, there's another benefit we can take, is, fil mushrik, bab fil mushrik masjid, shows the permissibility of a mushrik, uh, a disbeliever, a idol worshiper, or yani, a mushrik who worships others besides Allah. That it is permissible for them to enter the masjid shows to us the permissibility of them entering the masjid. Naam. And there's no sin in that. And there's come in the wording of the of, of this particular hadith, but through Abdullah ibn Abbas, um, that falamma tashahad. That once he left, once the Imam left, he took the shahada, And we, we see from the hadith itself, itself. he said, qad amantu That I have believed in that which you have come with. هذا وصله السلام. أنا نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين.